0: Arriving each and every moment in this body, gently, and with as much ease as possible. Allowing the breath to flow just as it is. and simply being with, noticing the sensations of the breath as they flow through the container of this body. Settling, calming. Collecting. This morning I would like to offer a meditation on the four elements in the body and I will walk you through the twelve characteristics of the four elements. At any point you are welcome to let go of the meditation. And come back to the breath and simply be with the breath if you want. That's always an option for you. The order in which I'll invite you to experiment with the characteristics would be out of order that was put on the board but according to an order that's considered to be easiest to to experience with the easiest one first. In this meditation, you'll be invited to feel the raw sensations. the first-person experience from the inside in this body of each of these aspects of physical experience of the body. We'll start with the characteristic of pushing, which is under the wind element. It's easiest to feel pushing when you breathe, for example, feel the breath pushing in the chest, feeling of pressure pushing against. It's not complicated, very simple, not so much thinking involved but just raw sensations of feeling. And you have a sense for what pushing in the chest, the breath pushing in the chest feels like, then you can feel. Feel it elsewhere in the body. Perhaps in the abdomen or elsewhere. Part of the wind element. Hardness, a characteristic of the earth element, you can gently bite your teeth together and feel how hard they are. Get that feeling of hardness, hardness. experience of hardness is like this. <coughs> and then you can open up to feel hardness elsewhere in your body, perhaps where your bottom is touching the cushion. Sometimes can feel hard after a while. There's an experience of hardness sensations of hardness. The experience, the inner experience of having a body really is composed of the inner experience of these characteristics. And hardness is often a predominant one as we sit. roughness also an aspect of the earth element to get a feel for it you can run your tongue on the edge of your teeth or run your hand on your clothes or on your arm roughness, roughness just get a visceral feeling for roughness Again, if any of the characteristics are not viscerally evident, don't get hung up. It's okay. Just to get a general sense of the ones that are easy to get a sense of. Next one is heaviness. You can put one hand on top of the other. Just feel the heaviness of a hand. Just get a feel for heaviness. Holding one hand with the other, Feeling the heaviness of one hand, heaviness. You can feel the heaviness of your head if you tilt your neck. You can also feel the heaviness of your whole body, of your limbs hanging, a feeling of heaviness as an experience of this body, the body feeling heavy. feeling the whole body feeling heavy or various limbs one at a time you can experiment Characteristic of supporting, which is part of the wind element. Supporting. You can relax your back so your body bends forward a little bit. And then straighten your back again and keep it straight. The feeling, the force that keeps your body straight your back straight. That is supporting, supporting your body. It's that supporting feeling. Your body is supported from the inside, Supporting the feeling of the body being held up, supported together, held together. Next, softness. A characteristic of the earth element, the opposite of hardness, they're in pair. For this one, you can run your tongue on the inside of your lower lip and get a sense of softness. An experience, an inner experience of softness. This is what it's like to experience softness in this human body. Hard to describe to a Martian, but just feel it. What does it feel like, this softness? And you can feel softness elsewhere in the body where your lips touch, where your hands rest on each other on your lap. And even where your bottom touches the cushion. You can feel both hardness and softness, sometimes at the same time, sometimes going back and forth. In fact where your hands touch and touch your lap you can both feel softness and you can invite also feeling hardness in the same area you can feel them together as a pair The next characteristic, smoothness, also part of the earth element, the opposite of roughness, to get a sense for this one, you can start with wetting your lips and running your tongue from side to side. Smoothness, smoothness. Again, as a pair, roughness could be felt also in the same place as smoothness is felt. As you rubbed your hand on your clothes before, you can feel both roughness and an element of smoothness. It's quite interesting how the mind can hold opposites together. characteristic of lightness, also part of the earth element, the opposite of heaviness. To get a sense of this one, you can hold your hand in front of you and wag your finger up and down and feel the lightness of the finger. feeling of lightness, and then you can feel the heaviness at the same time, both lightness of the finger, the entire hand, and the heaviness at the same time. You can also feel the lightness of your whole body. The whole body can feel light, uplifted, as if about to float. And it can also feel heavy, heaviness of the body. Next, heat, an aspect of the fire element. You can feel heat where your hands touch each other or your lap. There's often some warmth there to notice the warmth, the heat. Or where your legs touch the cushion, if you're on a cushion. Or your bottom touches the cushion. Heat. Warmth. Feeling from the inside. What does it feel like? Warmth. Warmness. And then the opposite, coolness, also a characteristic of the fire element. You can feel coolness perhaps on your face, on your arms, or at the nostrils, with the cool air rushing in. Coolness, coolness throughout the body. experience of coolness And the last two, cohesion and flowing, from the water element, flowing, feeling the flow of your breath throughout the body. Cohesion is a characteristic of your body being held together. A feeling of cohesion. So some of these characteristics are most are more readily available, perhaps heat and cold, heaviness, lightness, smoothness, and roughness, and some not so much. Not to worry about at all. Just simply an an invitation. to relate to this body, to the sensations of the body in a different way, in an elemental way, experiential way, not conceptual. So for the remaining part of this sit, I invite you to just sit with whatever sensations are most prevalent in your body. This both helps with grounding and settling the mind. Because it is a body practice and body practices settle the mind. Concentrate the mind, unify the mind. And it's also a way to experience the reality of this body differently, non conceptually. Points of sensation in a wide space. Pressure, tingling, warmth. Simply that. No doer, no thinker, simply points of raw experience, raw sensory experience in space. So practicing with the four elements as a way to experience, as a way to experience from the inside being in this body with the raw sensations can break down this concept of a solid body. And as I talked about last night, it can be a pointer to see things not necessarily the way evolutionarily we see them, And throughout the day, you're welcome to experiment with the different aspects of of, of sensing the body, these, these four elements from the inside. And at times, it could happen that the feeling of the entire body could be, as I was leading to towards the end of the, the meditation, could be felt as... As um just points of sensation in space, so we have time for a few questions um, either about the guided meditation or about the talk last night or or anything else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um during walking you can you can practice it with the with the sensations that are most prominent. It could be the, the the feeling of pressure or heaviness or roughness um as you're walking. Just because there's so much to feel in the body. You'll be pretty fast, but you can get a feel for it. It could be heat, actually, as, as it's pretty warm, you can feel it. Or if there's a breeze coming, you can feel the coolness. So the same way, you can work with it. Have fun with it. it this is a, this is really a fun practice. You know, we don't have to do it in a grim way. For a, It's fun, really. It's, it's pretty wild when you really get into it, feeling the body in a really different way than we're used to. And I've done this practice um, intensely, uh, with Pog Sayada, and it's, it, it's, uh, here we don't have a lot of time to do it for, for days and weeks, we will do it for a day, but it, it's, it can be pretty profound, so, yeah, I, I'll leave it as an exercise for you to check it out yourself. Yeah. Um, when I have been trying to be mindful of what feelings arise in my body, it seems yeah. like the most- predominant ones, I would identify as like a tightness and a tingling. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out where tightness and tingling would fall in the spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, we can try to fit them because this question that comes up for you is going to come up with a lot for a lot of people with different ones and it comes up and we can work to fit it and, and we will, but don't worry about it so much. It's just a framework. It's just a framework. It's just really yeah, the inner experience—that's what. Because you can't. Sometimes you can't even put words to the experience, right? It's not so much conceptual. Yeah. So tingling. Okay. So tingling, we can if we really, really want to. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a sense of a movement. So it could be either part of the the wind element, or um, it could be yeah, it could be the the wind or the fire element because there's a feeling of movement there, right? So it could be that. And what was the other one? Tightness. Tightness. That feels. That feels like earth element because it's kind of like. But then again, don't worry about it. Just feel it. It's unpleasant. And feel the unpleasant. And feel because. And then notice that they're separate. That that can be really interesting when the mind sees the separation between the sensation and the vedana, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. That's a huge teaching in and of itself. In fact. That is this um, the second foundation of mindfulness. In the four foundations of mindfulness, the four satipatthana, a whole satipatthana, a whole foundation of mindfulness, a whole teaching is just dedicated to vedana, to that feeling tone—pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. When you get to see that, and that is it's separate from anything else, that can be transformative. So, have fun today. Yeah. Yes, please. So for me, this kind of practice can actually be kind of scary. Yeah. The idea of non self can be a little scary. Yeah. I would be surprised if I would feel more about that that way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So do you have any thoughts around that? Yeah, yeah. So the question is doing this practice um, and the idea of not self is pretty scary yeah um, so so that's not unusual at all It's not unusual to um, to both have some trepidation about the not self or and, and when one actually has their first glimpses of of Whoa, there's nobody driving the bus. It's just operating by itself, this process. Ah! It's not unusual at all. It's not unusual. And nothing is going to change. It's happening anyway. It's working anyway. Whether or not you see it or you're afraid of it, it's the way things are. And by you... Having a glimpse into anatta or not self, it's not gonna make you fall apart. You're still gonna be you. You're still gonna have a, an address and you know a job, and it's just it's all gonna be still okay. But you get to see things a little differently. Like, oh, look at that! Look at that behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz. That's what's happening, and mm-hmm. and it can be scary. But it's it's things will still continue to operate. But you'll just you'll see more clearly. You'll know more. It's it's knowledge, and and that can be freeing from not taking things personally, and of course fear of change, f- fear, um, you know it's natural, so no need to be f- afraid of the fear itself, or, um, and know that there is so much more freedom, in not taking, this body and this mind so personally, and so, Bonte will talk more about. Um, about ultimate reality and um, and relative reality tonight. And we'll talk more about that. So, does that help a little bit? Yeah, it makes sense. I think maybe the, it's like a sense of the void. or like I think it could be connected to trauma, which is like mm. another bubble. Ah, got it. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it conceptually, yeah. but yeah. it's almost like it's like negative enlightenment. <laughs> it's mm. like <laughs> non-self. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel good. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I'm glad you bring this up because really the feeling of it. I mean, you, so let me pause for a moment. You know, we usually say, um, I mean, we have this in our culture that, that the only thing to fear is fear itself. Because usually fear of something usually is much worse than the thing itself when you dread, you know, a. a something, you know, some deadline or something, you're really afraid of it. And when it comes, like, oh, it comes and it passes, right? But the fear of the thing itself is usually worse. So, so I want to bring that in. And also with Anatta, it's, um, it is, there is a feeling of freedom. It's not that you go away. It's not that you don't exist anymore. It's none of that. It's just, it's a sense of freedom. Like, wow, I've been taking this, mind-body process so personally. I've been taking all my thoughts personally. I've been taking my body personally. It's my fault. I'm responsible for everything happens. Guess what? Ah, oh, that's one aspect of it. It's freedom. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. I, I'm, I still love you. I still have metta. It's all good. And it just frees you from all that taking things personally and, and taking responsibility for everything about this process that isn't really yours to control. And there's a feeling of freedom in that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a technical question about wind Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You said two things for it, pushing and supporting. Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. So, pushing and pressure are similar. When there's pushing, there's But pressure itself would be earth element where the movement of the pushing is linked. Yeah, yeah. It's go ahead. For supporting uh-huh. it's the energy of holding up is a moving supporting as opposed to being Yeah. where and again there's Yeah. So it's interesting. I'm glad you bring this up. So so this is where it gets a little um so and, and, and the list that I oh actually, let me repeat what the question was. Yes, thank you for that. Wow, our signal is working. Yes, great. <laughs> the, the question was regarding the wind element, supporting and pushing. What are they exactly? what's you know how to distinguish between them, the pushing. I, I talked about uh, the movement of the breath, the um, or it could also be the pulse. It's that the pushing, that element, and then the supporting is the body being held together um straightening the force of the back so 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 this list is from the Visuddhimagga, from the path of purification teachings and the way i feel about about them i think many of them are the first person experience and some of them are still trying to um to to um uh how should i put it um so, so let me pause for a moment. So so the, the the teaching of the four elements in the ancient ancient world, it wasn't just a phenomenological way of experiencing the world, right? So that's the the way we're using it here now. But it was also the understanding of that the world are made of these four elements, right? So that part is not so relevant now, according, you know, know, we know that the world is not made of necessarily the four elements, but they're, you know, they're quarks and this and, you know, protons and neutrons and anyway, so not getting into details about that. So, so some of that understanding, trying to, trying to justify, trying to make, um, trying to explain the way things are held together in the world comes through a couple of these characteristics. So they're not so experiential, but more um, uh, more explanatory in my mind as I've experienced them. You know, you can experience them, but don't get too nitty-gritty detailed about that. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So you can, you can try to experience it, but some of them are much more experiential, like cold and heat. It's very simple. The supporting and pushing—you can kind of feel the pushing, but supporting—kind of gets a little conceptual, perhaps. So you can, you know. So I share the whole list just to to um, have fidelity to the teachings in the Visuddhimagga, with this understanding of take what is really beneficial and helpful and useful in your practice, in your body, right now, right here, for your freedom. Last one, yeah. Was that? Should we note these as we feel them? Should you no- when say when we feel when, should we note? When, when? Um, that's one way to practice with them. And some teachers will, will suggest that you practice with them that way. Um, and you can do that. And um, so, y- um, as long as it doesn't become conceptual for you. As long as it's really primarily the the experience really the, the the raw experience in the body and the note is just a soft note to keep your mind to it to recognize what is going on and it doesn't become conceptual then absolutely you're welcome to do that yeah they could change very quickly you know, was that hard. they could change very quickly so you hard to keep those notes. going. Yeah, yeah, it could. could. And if that happens, let go of the notes. Stay with the raw experience. Yeah, yeah. So we need to stop. Um, And a couple of announcements. So we have the second round of the practice meetings uh, this morning, starting right after, well, maybe it'll start five minutes later, since it's already 9.29. And there have been some last minute suicide